Hey, this is Andy Mac Alexander from Suara, and you're listening to 30A Radio. Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A Morning Show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. All right, good morning, everybody. It is Dawn Patrol. We're very excited to be talking about Suara today because we're actually launching it, and it is going to be a big project that you're going to see rolling out across the beaches of South Walton. They're starting in the Graydon Beach area, and uh, I've got Andy Mac-Alexander, the president of Suara, uh, with the South Walton Artificial Reef Association, also the vice president, and we're here at Stinky's Bait Shack with Jim Richard, owner of Stinky's, and he's the vice president of Suara. How are you guys doing? Great. Very well. Okay. Uh, how long ago did you start this process? Two and a half years ago, January of 13. January of 2013. Okay. That's very, very cool. So it's it, basically it's go time right now, isn't it? It is. It's unbelievable. All right. Andy, uh, tell me, uh, how did it get started? Where did you see the process start for the uh, Suara project? Well, the concept came to us when the, after the, the Deepwater Horizon oil spill to create a, uh, a, a project that could raise marine awareness and at the same time have some form of an economic return to the community. And since Walton County does not have a pass to the Gulf of Mexico, the natural solution was to build it really close to the shore. Awesome. Jim, and uh, you obviously have a bait shack here. This is close to your heart, isn't it? Uh, absolutely. The fisheries are something that we've all played in, lived off of, and, you know, to be able to give back and help propagate and create, you know, living reefs for generations for my kids and their kids and their kids after that is just an incredible opportunity. It is awesome. Andy, let's talk about how many reefs there are going to be, and you're starting in Graydon Beach, but it expands from there. Well, there are four snorkel reefs across the county, and they are in Miramar Beach, off the Topsail State Park, off the Grayton Beach State Park, and the Inlet Beach Public Access. Those are the snorkel reefs, and they're six, 700 feet off the beach. And then you've got nine fish dive reefs, and those are about a half mile off the beach. Awesome. Tell me, tell me what they look like for, for somebody that isn't familiar with artificial reefs. Uh, tell me the styles or what, what are they going to look like? Well, right now we're looking at three designs in the, in the upcoming you know, deployments. This first one is an echo tower. It's basically a pylon that's jetted into the sand and then bolted to it are these five foot in diameter limestone and concrete plates. And depending on the water column depth is how many plates per tower you'll get. That's very cool. Suarez's goal is creating living reefs for generations, and they're starting it. It's really going to be cool. They're going to document this. You'll see drone footage of them being put in the water, uh, and it's just going to be really, really cool. Uh, if you want to get involved with Suarez, I just want to let everybody know, you can do a $35 a year. Uh, it's just a, a donation. It's a family donation. It's $100, and corporate is $500. You can go to online, waltonreefs.org. You can join Suara. It is a fantastic project. I know you've seen the stickers around here. Um, tell me about other communities where artificial reefs are. Do you want to talk about that a little well, bit? Well, you'll find reefs worldwide, and even in our neighboring counties, there are artificial reefs um, you, from everything from battleships to old sunken galleons. They uh, produce habitat for marine life. Anywhere you have some sort of shelter, those grouper and snapper and all those other reef fish that you see love to hide under things. That's how they make their homes. And so anytime you put uh, some sort of structure, they're going to be attracted to it and they're going to, it'll give them the ability to grow and propagate there and create more fish. I'm not sure how many years ago it was, but there was a big one that was put out near Navarre and Pensacola, the Oriskany. How, how, tell me about a little background on that. How's that been going over the past, I think it's probably 10 or 15 years now, isn't it? Oh, no, I think it was three or four or five years ago. Is and that, that it? 
that project has been wildly successful for them. From what I've heard, they recoup the costs necessary to deploy their structure in the first year or two after deployment from increased tourism. And that's, you know, what we're kind of hoping we see with these reefs is create a whole new genre of tourism and echo echo exploring type of uh, type of traveler. How does and, it have, go ahead, Jim? Yeah, and you, you have to realize that these the snorkel reefs that are going in, this is what you'll see now. We raised we raised private money, and and thank you to our donors for getting the snorkel the Grayton snorkel reef in right now. It's July, while there are people on the beach who can really feel it and see it and be a part of it. The nerd money's coming in the uh, fall of the year. And so we'll have a, a major deployment then as well. But it's really only about 17% of the entire project. So we'll be raising money and deploying as we go on for years to come. This is a, a ongoing process for us. Let's just talk about the Graydon Beach installation, which starts this weekend. Uh, what's the environmental impact immediately? It, it, let me answer that. Call me, call me, I don't think, you know, the, the one of the most obvious things is that, yeah, thank you very much for uh, yielding. The, I'll just point at one of you next that, time. Yeah, just point. Uh, <laughs> the most obvious thing is that you will actually, with your kids, be able to swim off the beach or take a paddleboard off the beach, if you prefer, and, and go out to the second sandbar and snorkel on these reefs in 12 feet of water, and you're going to experience marine life like most people have never seen. Resident turtles, bait fish, larger fish. It's incredible the way that the system grows over time, and that coral grows on these. So that's the biggest impact, I think, is that from the beach, you're going to be able to go out and swim these reefs. Well, that's and that, but the, the ecological diversity is significant because right now, with 95% barren sand flat as the sea floor, you have only barren sand flat dwelling species. You have, you know, sea worms, you have those uh, skipjacks and ladyfish and things like that, pompano. But once you put in a reef, you change that that structure, you put some structure out there in the first place, and you give a whole new opportunity to a different bio class of, of creatures. You know, you'll see octopuses. There will be certainly turtles, but there's also going to be spade fish and ladyfish and angelfish and yeah. sergeant majors. And just it's it, it's not going to it's it's going to be incredible. And the coral growth as well. You'll see corals and fans grow where. There's nothing right now, but yeah, you're, you're going to have to get a book out when you have to dive in it and taking some pictures with your GoPro. You're going to want to get a book out and identify all the different species that you see that are yeah. not there presently. That's cool. That is so cool. Uh, how long? We talked about this a little bit ago. How long does it take for the ecosystem just to accept it and start? Well, since we use Florida limestone in the in the as the sub base for the reefs. The, it, the coral growth is almost instantaneous. So within the first few weeks, you're going to see things immediately start to, to collect around them. But within, say, 12 months, I would say it's going to be staggering, yeah. the amount of fish and stuff that you're going to see. We dove some reef structure in Mexico Beach from Embara, who has been a, a great contributor to our project. And they had, we dove reefs there in 20 feet of water that had been there for about six or seven months. And they had black grouper, red grouper, red snapper, triggerfish galore 
all over these reefs in 20 feet of water after about seven or eight months. It was incredible. That's really, really cool. Uh, Funding for this, obviously, is the most important part, really. Uh, The the volunteers that you guys have uh, have put their time in, but funding was crucial. Uh, You started and uh, got a lot from BP, so do you want to address... Uh, any BP funds that you guys are able to put towards this? Well, let me start out and say that SWARA is a nonprofit organization. Its board members are doing this. We do this because of our love for this community and for our resources. Uh, and, and Andy put this project together, and everybody on our board has donated their time and will continue to donate their time for this project. Absolutely. As a volunteers, all uh, the board members were all volunteers, but you know, the the support that we've received in this community is it's just, it's just it's unbelievable. It makes it, uh, it it's it's emotional for me to see that you know, not only do these businesses and individuals care about the community, but they're willing to financially contribute to the degree that they have. I mean, you take the Alice Foundation, the Howard Group, St. Joe Foundation, the TDC has been has been a believer and a supporter in this. And most of the administrative and, and Walton County government has been has been one hundred percent on board. So from private industry all the way into into the to the public to the public domain and the, and the local government, we've seen universal support and encouragement to you know press on make it happen sure the effects of tourism is a big part of this as well uh what can you tell visitors of our area that they can expect what are they gonna be able to do at the reefs uh the close ones and then the far out ones something besides lay on the beach (laughs) (laughs) get in the water and go swimming absolutely if you've lived here for any amount of time it's it's amazing one of my favorite uh, things is to know people that come in year after year and and not only that but i know adults now that have children that i knew when they were children yeah and they still come here year after year and this is something that they'll be able to share with their family and for generations to come in addition the ability to take a kayak or a paddleboard off the beach and paddle out a half mile or three quarters and catch two red snapper and paddle back in yeah it is amazing and and it's right around the corner for us you won't need a a specialty gps to find some of the holes that you guys are going to make available uh at the further out reefs it's just going to be there for people to take part in a lot more boats on the horizon (laughs) well that's true and the but you know marine rules apply and if you see a dive flag and you're in a boat wanting to go fishing you have to stay 300 feet away from that flag it's just life safety issues but the reefs are um the reefs, the GPS pins for the fish dive reefs, they will all be published. And if you, as a corporation or an individual, want to name a GPS pin, we can certainly accommodate you. If you want sure. to memorialize a, a lost loved one, we can create a memorial reef. You know, so there's, there, it's endless the way individuals can support, corporations can support this 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 effort. Yeah, talk about the businesses that you see uh, locally that are just going to absolutely just embrace this and, and run with it. I, I can see dive companies, fishing, uh, tourism, you know, a paddleboard company. I just, it, it just sounds like the water activities are going to go through the roof here. Uh, without question. There's, um, there's, I mean, how many bicycles could you rent on 30A before the bike path went in? <laughs> right. None. Yeah, that's true. And now how many bike rental companies are there servicing that aspect of our, account, of our, of our county? And that's similar to the bike path. This reef 
is very similar in the fact that it just takes a little bit of annual maintenance. It's really expensive to put it in, but just like that bike path, it doesn't require a lot of annual maintenance. But look at the use it gets. Look at the enjoyment and the encouragement that it gives people to come to this community because you can hop on a bike and ride around and see everything. So the businesses, all the businesses are going to see a boom. And hopefully when people come down for the fishing tournaments that we're going to host and things like that in the off season, then everybody wins through having additional people here in the shoulder seasons when there's still plenty to do. We just got to get them here. Give them another reason to come. What do you guys see five or 10 years down the road with the reef system once it's installed? Let's go past that. And uh, I mean, you're installing this in four different locations across the beaches of South Walton. What can we expect? What do you think? Well, there's 13 locations, including the, the nine, the fish dives and the thing. So I would say there's going to gotcha, be a yeah. lot of dinner caught. <laughs> That's good. That's a lot of dinner. And, uh, and, and I think for SWAR, the future of SWAR, we're obviously going to, there's going to be an ongoing management component to this, but we've already uh, been embraced by the local schools by Seaside and sure. uh, Seacoast, and we've already put a research progress in place where the seventh grade class came out this year and did the baseline study of the environment of where we're actually deploying. So next year when they're in eighth grade, they will actually write the first chapter of the research project, and that will go on forever. We're with volunteer president and vice president here of Suara. It's uh, Jim Richard with Stinkies and Annie Mac-Alexander. He's the president of Suara. Let's just reiterate on uh, how people can get in touch with uh, Suara and learn more about it uh, on the World Wide Web. It's uh, waltonreefs.org. Absolutely, waltonreefsplural.org. And then there's obviously the, the South Walton Artificial Reef Association Facebook page, right. which you can get a ton of information from, drawings and whatnot, locations of the, of the reefs. Um, contact us via there, join, and get involved. And we're not done raising money. This is not a finished project, right? We need, we need we, to continue supporting this program. We need about $24 million to build out the present, the present design layout. Okay. So we anticipate that taking a few years. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, well, we're not going anywhere. That's not, but it, but it is starting. We're excited for you guys. Uh, cannot wait to see uh, the photos and videos of uh, the first go-round and, uh, and, and ready to see you guys. Any parting uh, information you guys want to put out there about the project or uh, and want to thank some of the people that are helping you uh, get this started uh, this weekend? Well, I'm sure we're both going to want to say something on that note, but obviously everybody who has offered us encouragement or financial support, you know who you are and you know we couldn't have done it without you, and that's absolutely killer. I'd like to say thanks to Mike Ragsdale for making this interview possible on 38.com. And 38 Radio, I think that uh, his support and y'all's support for this effort has, has been unyielding. And come on down to Grayton Beach and, and go swimming. Yeah, and if you honestly, uh, the, uh, the effects are just going to be fun to watch over the next couple of years. But it's always cool to see it go from a poster and sticker project where you're trying to just create awareness to now it's happening, right? <laughs> The, the, the smiles are around the table right now. Good job, guys. Isn't Thank it cool? Thank you very much. It's uh, amazing. Yeah, Jim smiles a lot, but that was a good smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's amazing. We we really should uh, reiterate. Uh, you know, Alice Beach Foundation, St. Joe Foundation, St. Joe Community Foundation, the Howard. Oh no, it's not. It's Howard Group. And Walton Co- County TDC and the, and the County Commissioners Association. The Florida Coastal Conservation Association gave us the first grant for this snorkel reef. That's actually the one we're doing tomorrow. 
That money for the permit at that location came from the CCA Florida. That was the first major donation we received, and we couldn't be more proud of the fact that they saw the vision and all the other founding supporters saw the vision that and, and believed it. we could pull it off. Super cool. It's Suara. It's the South Walton Artificial Reef Association. It's online, waltonreefs.org. It's easy to support them. It's $35 a year, or your family can donate $100 or corporate. Let's get the corporates in here. We've got a lot of people that are uh, believers in this. It's $500 for the year, and they also accept a dollar if you want to bring it to them. It doesn't matter what the amount is, but it does matter that we do stand up and support it because uh, this reef will be here a lot longer than we will, and uh, we want our kids to be able to enjoy it and their kids to be able to enjoy it. And it takes people like Andy and Jim and their staff and volunteers at Swara to make something like this happen and let's go guys i'm, I'm proud of you guys good job thank you <laughs> thank, thank you, you very so much. much dawn patrol presented by 38 cottages and concierge with properties in rosemary beach seacrest seagrove seaside and watercolor unpack relax and forget where you're from 38cottages.com 30A Radio. Brought to you by The Growler Garage. With 40 craft beers on tap, just steps away from the beach. Located across from Ed Walline Beach Access at the corner of 393 and 30A at Santa Rosa Beach. Grab a growler. GrowlerGarage38.com. <laughs>